Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app, and you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. But don't forget, too, you can watch good things where you're on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone today here on Good Things. Joining us to tell her story is Miss Christy Moore. You may remember her story. She is a youth softball umpire who ended up getting physically assaulted after her officiating. And you might wonder, how is that a good thing? Well, she is trying to turn some something from a negative story into something positive. So welcome, Christy. You may have your sound on mute. Unmute us. You there? Oh, well, we've got some technical difficulties with Christy Moore. We are going to figure that out really quickly. But she is, again, turning something unfortunate that happened to her back in, I think, April of 2022 into something positive. Coming up today around 3 p.m., she will be sharing her story on the Dr. Phil show. And I'm we're all curious of how that may have uh, come about and got together and do we have her? Do we have her? Will? Oh, no. OK, well, while we're still working out the kinks with that, we've got. Um, sports on the brain. Don't forget to tomorrow is Friday. So we're gearing up for Friday night lights here in uh, in Mississippi. You can catch just about any of the local shows over at supertalk.fm, obviously, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can get up to the minute scores. You can get up to the minute news as well. And don't forget to, you can watch the scoreboard preview show, which starts at 6 p.m. on Fridays. And you can catch the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. on Friday nights and anywhere you listen or watch Super Talk Mississippi. And we've got Christy back. That's okay, Christy. You know what? Technology is good until it's not, but um, we're good to have you uh, back with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. We may ha- you may have to mute your, t- your computer now. We can hear you in the background. We can hear you in the background. Now, I think. You know what? It's almost Friday, and it's the first day of fall, and I feel like it's just going to get better from here, Christy. I do appreciate your time. I know this is a big day for you. You're counting down the clock until uh, 3 p.m. when the Dr. Phil show airs. But I want to go back to that day in April, which I'm sure you've shared this story so much. You can share as much or as little detail as you would like. Um, But from your perspective, how did that day unfold? Um, I was actually um, the UIC at a tournament in Laurel, Mississippi, and I had an umpire get sick. And so I got on the field to finish a game um, for him. And during the course of that game, I made a call um, at second base that this mom did not agree with. And she started screaming profanities um, across the field at me, and I ejected her. 
And when I did that, she looked at me and said, when you come off that field, I'm going to slap the blank out of you and called me some names. And um, I really didn't think that much about it, actually. We continued the game. We played about two more innings. And um, when I was leaving the field um, after the game, I was about three steps off the field. And um, she was just there. And she said, now, what do you have to say to me? Called me a name and punched me in the face. You know, you think you said you didn't think anything of it, right? You think parents may blow off some steam or say some things, and then it's another thing for them to actually, you know, follow through with it. But I think this was just sort of hit us at the right time because it feels like umpires and sort of the tension between parents is just continuously being, you know, escalated. And you start to hear about all these parents that are trying to umpire from the stands and sort of getting all upset. And it feels like it was all sort of leading up to something like this, grabbing our attentions in the headlines. Has it slowly been getting worse with parents in the stands over the years, Christy? Yes. Um, I definitely feel like it it has, and you know we've we've always had the general heckling and what have you, which we expect you know, come on, blue, where's your phone? You got some missed calls, that kind of thing, and then we went from that to um actually being invited to come to the parking lot after the game and you know get your tail whipped or whatever, and then now we've went from that to i mean we're getting attacked on the field and directly off the field. Let's remember too, this was a twelve year old softball game. Like there was the world was not going to end or not, no matter the, you know, sort of the ending of the game. Let's go back to your first love of umpiring. How did you even get into that profession to begin with? Because it comes with, you know, a little bit of interest in the game as well as in youth athletics. So how how did that land you there? I played softball um, when I was young, and then um, I had a stepdaughter. She played um, from the time she was about six all the way through high school, and um, I just love the game. I love the kids, the atmosphere, just just being out there. Um, it's just a lot of fun, but that's slowly, you know, coming to an end, unfortunately. Which it is sad. And you took to Facebook after after that incident, and rightfully so, it went viral. But what I called out of that of what you wrote was the fact that if people are wondering why we don't have qualified umpires or people who are have been doing it long enough to sort of have, you know, quality calls or feel like they're, you know, knowing what they're doing or feel confident what they're doing on the field, it's because of parents or those bystanders or just, you know, the heat that's coming that's unnecessary uh, to that. Was that kind of like what you were trying, the message you were trying to get out is that parents and bystanders the angry ones are the reason that you're running off good umpires? Yes, that is exactly the message. You know, we, it's, we're under so much pressure, um, you know, as it is, and, and everybody just kind of thinks that, you know, we're just out there and don't care about the game, and that's hardly the case at all. I mean, there's not um, an umpire that I know personally that doesn't have a love for the game and the kids, whatever sport, you know, that it is. And, you know, I try to recruit new people in, and I and I get them in and, and try to train them, and then we get out here, and then we have incidences like what happened to me, or either just um, a good cussing out or whatever, and they're like, you know what, I'm I'm not, this isn't for me, you know, I can cut grass on the weekends and make a little extra money or whatever. So it's hard to get new people in and um, get them to keep on, and the older ones that have been doing this for years and years, I mean, they're they're just done with it. They're just not going to tolerate it. So, and 
all those factors into an official shortage nationwide, you know, in every sport. It's across the board. There is a huge crisis. Which is going to trickle down and affect us all. And it's sort of like that saying, this is why we can't have nice things. And it's because, you know, the parents can't sort of appreciate. I say parents in the community. It's not every parent, but it can take just one or two bad apples out of two different teams that can make everything go south for the officials and and taking away the enjoyment that should come with going out and watching, you know, your student athletes or your youth athletes play a game that they should be inspired in. You've wanted to take this, though. You want to take this unfortunate, you know, scenario that happened to you or, or I guess, incident that happened to you and turn it into something positive, which I appreciate here on Good Things. How are you trying to do that? I've had so many um Things come um, from this since this happened to me. Um, Ump's Care Charities reached out to me, and they were just super and uh, offering support and encouragement and helping actually get the story out even more than it already was. And um, they actually paired up with the Atlanta Braves, and um, they invited me to a Braves game. I got to do the play ball call for um, a Braves game, and that was um, an awesome experience. And um, I had so many uh, people, coaches and other officials and even parents reach out to me um, on Facebook. And um, I've had a lot say, you know what, that was me. You know, that was, I'm that person. I've never physically assaulted an official, but I've been the one that's been there cussing and yelling and, and acting um, inappropriately. And, um, you know, your story has brought that to light for me and my behavior, and I'm going to change that. Um, so if we could just, that, just start a movement of that. You know, umpires are officials. We're human. You know, we're going to make a mistake. But I can promise you that nobody's out there to get little Susie and keep her from getting a scholarship, you know, somewhere. We all want what's in the best interest, you know, of the kids at the end of the day. Which I think it's good. It's, again, awareness. It's like, okay, this can transpire, and it does feel like different emotions start to play off each other. They start to feed off. And so if a crowd starts to get angry, you may start with the unfortunate uh, language, and then it's just going to give someone else permission. And then, Or if you hear it, you feel like you now have an open door to join in. And then before you know it, there's a human being on the field being attacked literally and figuratively and literally in in your case, uh, Christy. This also opened the door for you to be on Dr. Phil, which I know airs today. And so we'll get to that and more with Christy Moore coming up next. Have you heard? Trust Care Kids is transforming children's health care. From newborn care and routine appointments to urgent care available seven days a week, we provide the best care and the best experience for you and your child. Like our jungle-themed rooms. 
filled with interactive screens and games. Your child will be comfortable and you'll be confident in the care. Schedule your appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Kids. He takes the pin, signs the dotted line, touchdown! That's right, you'll always score big when you shop your home team, Mazda of Jackson. You'll feel like you just scored a touchdown with the deals you'll get on every new Mazda in stock. Get super low 1.9% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-9s. Get 2.49% financing for 36 months on new 2022 Mazda CX-5s. And get 2.49% financing for 36 months on the all-new 2023 Mazda CX-50. Buy a new Mazda, and Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty. Have a trade-in? Bring it in, and we'll give you top dollar for it, even if you don't buy a vehicle from us. And remember, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Come score big at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. With proof credit on select models, see dealer for details. Spillway Diner, known for its great breakfast and lunch, is now open till 8 p.m., featuring a new special each night. Monday, enjoy all-you-can-eat breakfast. Tuesday, half-price blue plates. Wednesday, it's dollar wing night with 14 flavors to choose from. Thursday, all-you-can-eat fish fillets. And on Friday and Saturday, enjoy a juicy sirloin, ribeye, or fillet served with baked potato, roll, or Texas toast, and a drink. Spillway Diner's all-you-can-eat special feature menu is dine-in only. No sharing. Find them on Facebook for more on the new menu, hours, and location. In Mississippi, fall means cooler temperatures, football, and hunting season. It also means amazing rebates from Browning Safe Company. But not just any rebate. Triple rebates. Security Joe with Discount Gun Safe says it's time to save big now on a new Browning Safe for your home or office. From now to the end of September, purchase a new in-stock Browning Safe and receive a rebate for $150, $225, or $300. That's triple the savings on Mississippi's number one choice of gun safes. Just think of what you can do with that extra money. Come visit the showroom of Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl, and browse from over 200 safes. Planning on building a safe room in your next dream house? Check out the Browning Fire Rated and FEMA approved vault door on display at Discount Gun Safe. If you need your new safe delivered and installed, their licensed and discreet delivery can do it for as little as $100. That's Discount Gun Safe, 2636 Old Brandon Road in Pearl. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Watch good things on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. You'll see Miss Christy Moore is joining us today. She was the youth softball umpire that unfortunately ended up getting assaulted back in April after officiating. And it struck a chord with the nation and a problem that's growing in terms of youth sports and umpiring. And Christy, there's a lot of folks on our C Spire text line that are agreeing with everything that you are saying. Many have officiated sports of all kinds and say they quit because of the heck- heckling or from 
from you know the parents or the bystanders in the in the stands um, just not making it fun which is so unfortunate but you got to have fun I hope it was fun you got to go and tape a show or uh, with Dr. Phil and I have to know how this all came about you couldn't imagine that happening right after all of this no, I never even imagined that it would go viral like it did. That was not my intent at all. But I was actually contacted by one of the Dr. Phil producers um, through Facebook, and it just kind of went from there. I went through an, an interview process and then flew out to Los Angeles and taped the show, and that was it. I saw they treated you like a star. You had your own dressing room, and you had your whole the whole shebang. So overall, I mean, was it a positive experience? Because he can be scary. Yeah, it was a positive experience. Um, everyone was so nice and kind. Dr. Phil was really nice. Um, it was definitely kind of a culture shock from Mississippi to um, Los Angeles. Uh, there was just... Um, a lot of homeless people um, on the streets that we don't have here, um, at least not where I live in Mississippi. And um, it was really kind of sad to me, but it was very eye-opening um, also at the same time. But it was a great a great experience. So folks can tune in today at 3, wherever they get Dr. Phil's show on their on their networks. I'm sure they'll also be up for, for you to watch whenever the when the program is over. Are you his guest for the whole hour, or is it for like a segment or part of a series, or how does that work? I'm on the first two um, segments. My story is the first two. Like um, We did, we filmed and went to commercial and filmed again, and then after the second commercial break, I think then... Um, someone else talks but it was um about the title is short fuses so it wasn't really so much just officiating but in america as a whole um how society particularly since um being um in quarantine from covid um has kind of escalated coming out of that how to treat one another and the loss of respect that we've kind of had toward each other Well, again, you're trying to turn something positive into your negative experience, and it sounds like just bringing awareness uh, that this isn't okay and that really it's going to end up affecting us all and ruining what we're there for, which is our kids to be able to play uh, a game that they enjoy. How is that message sort of received? I mean, have you gotten any pushback from any parents or, you know, organizations that say you should be able to take it? (laughs) There was a few um, of those comments on on Facebook um, when this first went out, but overall the the response has just been overwhelmingly um, of support and encouragement. And I mean, I've heard from officials all over the world: Australia, Canada, Nigeria, Spain. I mean, like literally everywhere, um, just offering support and encouragement, and like, hey, this happened to me. And so many, this happens a lot more than what you would even think it just doesn't get out there for whatever reason and people don't share their story and that's that's their personal choice but this is not um a thing that is rare anymore and and that's really sad and i think people have kind of lost what kind of message are we sending to these kids that are at these events that it's okay because you don't agree with something to be violent to put your hands on someone else or to even cuss someone that's not okay 
and, and kids should be able to come play a game that they love um, without having to worry about that. And also, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a field and, and there's somebody yelling and screaming and whatever, and then there'll be a kid that's like, oh, my God, like, that's my dad. I wish he would just stop. You know, and it embarrasses them. Like, they, they don't yeah. like it at all. And I just think that sometimes, you know, parents and coaches need to just take a step back. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's a ball game. Yes. It's just a game. Like Right. Like, world peace yeah. is not going to be won or lost no. over whether the Little League comes home with the championship ring or trophy or, or whatever it may be. I feel like – but I also feel like this is just open Pandora's box. And I think I think the, the sort of gauging the temperature of youth sports, they were ready for – a scenario to say, yes, like this is enough. This is unacceptable because it kind of just been kind of like pressure cooking everywhere you kind of go. People are starting to recognize this. Coaches are, you know, quitting as well, not wanting to be a part of it. And I think part of it, you mentioned it, it's become um, acceptable. That goes back to the rest of us in the crowd just sitting by and allowing it to happen. I mean, you don't want to get in your own altercation. I know that gets a little... Um, I know it's there's there's boundaries there in their gray areas, but it feels like if enough folks just sort of was like, hey, simmer down or came back out and said, hey, you know, cut her a break or whatever it may be, that that person would then wouldn't feel empowered to sort of keep going. Um, so, I mean, you know, I think everyone plays a part in it uh, as well. I see you haven't quit officiating. So you're hanging in there, Christy. I have not quit. I'm still at it. I actually have two games tonight. So, so yeah, what keeps you getting back out there? Well, I I love it. You know, it's just it's in my blood. I love the game. I love the kids. It's just I love the sport. Has there been any talk within y'all's uh, profession of how to handle these scenarios or how to de-escalate, which is terrible to even think about. But, I mean, you know, are there any, are there any talks of sort of having the umpires better prepared for a situation? We have talked about that. I'm the UIC for USFA for the state of Mississippi, and, and we've had several talks um, about that and, and, you know, how we should handle it. You know, the best thing is to just not engage, which, you know, I didn't hit this woman back or even, yeah, I don't I don't even remember saying a word to her when she punched me, I and mean, it all happened so fast. She turned around and ran. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's sad that we have to talk about it, but, yes, we have. It's hard not to also um, bring up that she had on a Mother of the Year T-shirt of all the things she could have wore that day. Just really slight, really right. just stands out as like that's, you know, that's that's interesting. But you also then, you know, there's got to have a little compassion for someone who is in a space in their life where they feel so compelled to get so worked up over a ball game to then, you know, be violent towards someone, not excusing one ounce of what she did. But then you have to feel like, well, what is happening here that we have gotten to this point that we're we're ticking time bombs when it comes to, to the sports that, that we enjoy? Well, Christy, I know everyone's excited about your uh, episode. Are you nervous? Are you going to watch it yourself? I, I am going to watch it. Um I'm not really nervous to watch it, but I was so nervous there. <laughs> I hope that doesn't really show up, but, like, actually taping the show, yes, I was extremely nervous. Is so. he as personable as he seems to be on TV? Yes, he was. He was very nice. Um, I didn't really get to speak to him after the show um, taped or whatever, but um, when I first came out there and stuff, he was very kind, yes, and so was his wife. 
I was just going to say, was she sitting front row, dead center? Because that's like her spot, her throne, all these years on the well, Dr. Phil show. Well, different. It's different this season. He kind of changed the seating up a little bit, but she was there. She was in the she was in the audience. Yes. All righty. Well, we'll be watching that. And I say kudos to you for continuing to use your platform to at least educate and try to change the culture. And then because if you don't speak out, then, you know, parents can't at least they now have been warned or been told and they can rethink their uh, behavior there on the sidelines. And two, to empower the rest of us to sort of when you see something, you know, say something that you don't necessarily agree with and then sort of maybe hush some of that um I guess umpiring from the stands. What do you backseat driving is what comes to mind, but that's not exactly the right terminology. So what? Yes, heckling? because you can see it so much better from the stands. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much clearer view way back there, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, I, I can imagine you've heard and sort of seen it all, but also. You know, um, I appreciate you hadn't given up on the thing that you you love. You're still standing up for it. So now we can all go hug and high five our umpires this weekend because it feels like they need it. Yes. If be they want to be hugged, to your just just a, a kind word. Hey, Blue, we appreciate you. It goes such a long way. It really does. Well, that's your good things homework for for the weekend for sure, Christy. I appreciate your time and good luck today. Thank you so much. All righty. Pretty cool. It is a good reminder, though. I think we've all been there, and you get passionate, and you get worked up. And I know all of us are thinking of that parent or that situation. It may have been your parent, and you may be feeling a little like your toes are being stepped on today. You know, just remember, it's supposed to be for for fun. And my daughter, she hates me because I'm the, Woo! You go, girl! Like, over the top when something happens great. So I can only imagine. You don't root her on when something bad happens to you. Not one of those. <laughs> you tried! You tried on that strikeout! Woo! Good job, girl! Get him next time! <laughs> Stick with us. We got more for you up next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a scorcher, sunny skies, high near 97. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70 degrees. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 90. Friday evening, clear skies, low around 66. And for your Saturday, sunny conditions, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High, Calloway's has a huge selection of your favorite trees, shrubs, and fall color plants. Calloway's has large rolls of pine straw, and we offer quantity pricing. Calloway's outdoor patio furniture is in stock and ready for delivery. All 20 to 50% off for a limited time, free delivery in the metro area. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, fall pumpkins, local honey, jellies, jams and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Did you know Callaway's has beautiful decorative accessories and gift items for your indoor and outdoor living spaces? Callaway's has bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Callaway's landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway south of Germantown. Everything for home and garden. That's what I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former NFL quarterback Brett Favre is one of the many notable Mississippians caught up in the state's welfare scandal, though he hasn't been charged with any crimes and continues to deny any wrongdoing. State Auditor Shad White explained why a $5 million volleyball stadium built at the University of Southern Mississippi became part of the investigation. The money flowed to lease the volleyball court, according to the documents, but the volleyball court had not even been built yet. So so what this was, was in effect a way to pay for the construction of the volleyball court, which is not allowed. Hey, can't use welfare money to build a brick-and-mortar facility. Barvis paid back the money received for speaking engagements investigators claimed were never performed, but not the interest. He has repaid the full $1.1 million, but has not repaid the interest on that. Uh, it's, it's over $200,000, so that is why the state has sued him, DHS has sued him, to obtain the interest. Get in the swing of things at the Sanderson Farms Championship, Mississippi's main course. Join us September 26th through October 2nd at the Country Club of Jackson for Mississippi's PGA Tour events and swing into everything the Sanderson Farms Championship has to offer. Play, party, eat, and give. All proceeds go to charities across Mississippi, including Children's of Mississippi. So get in the swing. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for your tickets today. This place right here, this is Seaspire Country. It's where Matt's sister scheduled her wedding on a college football Saturday. But luckily, he's a man with a plan. A wireless plan with blazing fast 5G, so he can stream the game right on his phone. One eye on the nuptials. I now pronounce you man and wife. The other on the action. Yes! Welcome to Seaspire Country, where champions reign. 
5G not available in all areas. Capable device required. Visit ceasefire.com for details. Whether you're brand new to the DIY craze or a seasoned veteran, The Handyman Show has something for you. Buddy Slowick shares tips and tricks on everything from odd jobs to complete build-outs, from small home repairs to serious construction. So no matter if you're at the master carpenter level or not quite sure how to use a level, The Handyman Show answers your questions with a healthy dose of humor and some great music, too. Saturdays, 10 to noon on Super Talk Mississippi and on Super Talk TV. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Just about every Super Talk show on your favorite podcast app. That's the Gallo Show, Middays with Gerard Gibbert. You've got good things, of course, and Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't forget your favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, even Eagle Hour. And two, don't forget my new podcast, Tired of the Weight, W-E-I-G-H-T, with my friend and actress, Amia Edwards. If you are on a nutrition or wellness journey, we would love to have you there. So you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can hit subscribe. Did you just misspell weight? W-E-I-G-H-T. Oh, I thought you said W I. <laughs> no, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm dyslexic hearing sometimes. W Well, you could try it. I bet it would still come up. We would be the only idiots to spell it. <laughs> w I G H T. And so I felt like though tired of the I don't know, more of more shows uh, may have that, uh, but we're the only one of Tired of the Weight. We're having a lot of fun there. And so we're going to go from the field to the stage now. I've got you a new Mississippian to root for. His name is Peyton Aldridge. You may have heard his name already. But if you went from AGT, then the same time it came on, we have The Voice. A new season of The Voice just sort of slipped right on in there after they wrapped up with the final of AGT, which we know that Chapel Heart made top five. But they're going to be fine. And so, but don't worry, you still got another Mississippian to root for. And he is from Cleveland, uh, Mississippi. And I adored his um, audition. And if you're not familiar with the way the voice works, it's the one that's got the four judges that keep their back to you. And then you come out and just sing. So you're basically judged only on your voice, not your style or your stage presence or sort of any of that. And if they want to work with you, they hit their button, they turn around the whole thing. The cool part, though, is they've added the element for the judges, which this year is Blake Shelton, John Legend, Gwen Stefani, and some new lady. Um, I can't remember her name. Camille, Camille, I don't know. Anyway, and if they want to block a judge, they can have, they can use one block. So say, Will, you and I both, someone gets up and sings, we both like them, and I think, oh, they would probably pick Will, so I'm going to be salty and I'm going to block you. So that person can't be stolen. And I'm telling you all that because that's kind of how it played out for Peyton. He is obviously going to be a, like a country sort of leading uh, singer. And so we all know Blake Shelton, who was the coach for Todd Tillman, who won The Voice season 18 from Meridian, Mississippi, um, would have been more likely uh, to be a good fit. So John Legend turned around first, blocked Blake, which he still tried to turn around. And um, it was really fun. He actually, Peyton, knew some of John Legend's songs that you end up going into like a little duet uh, for. I think it's cool whenever people who think they're in one track find themselves going in a different to be influenced or see what they can sort of draw out of them. You may think that you're country 
um, until you, you know, ha- or only country until you have some influences in there. But the best part, and I can't wait to get Peyton here on Good Things. We're working on that. But they chose, and I don't know how the, how the voice and all these shows work, because they don't know who's going to get on the show. Or maybe they do. I don't know. It could all be rigged, um, for, for all I know. But they pick certain people who are auditioning. To do like a little backstory, little video, right? Not everybody who gets up during the auditions has their life story shared before they get on stage, right? Well, Peyton got selected because he is a basketball coach of some kind in Cleveland, Mississippi. He grew up, uh, he grew up there. And so they went and showed him working with the basketball players and sort of got to meet his family. And when I tell you his family is quintessential Mississippi, I adored, I adored it, I adored it. His daddy threw him slap under the bus on national television. Television and talked about how he had to replace the toilet seats because the little Peyton growing up trying to learn the guitar and didn't want to be bothered by anybody would sit in the bathroom on the toilet seat rocking trying to figure out the guitar and wore his seats slap out. And I thought, if that's not a southern daddy that would just <laughs> share all your secrets right then and there, then I can't think uh, uh, of anything more. And so they feel like they're a fun family that support him. He seems like he is a uh, a good guy who's, who is um, committed to the community of Cleveland. And so the sad part is we got probably a couple weeks before you see him again because he was the first night of auditions. He wound up on uh, John Legend's team, I guess you call it. And then they'll have several more weeks of the blind auditions before we see him back. I don't know if another Mississippian will pop up. I got lucky and caught him watching it um, um, that night. But, but you yeah. think at this point they would alert us beforehand. That way we could promote it, right? Right. You would think. And maybe I missed it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not connected everywhere. But um, So but, the, vo- the voice is the one where they, turn, they, they yep. have their backs to them and then they turn around. Uh, I do know a family member who loves the voice, who <laughs> I came to visit them one time unannounced, and I walked <laughs> in the door, and they had their back to the TV. And when I walked in, I said, why don't you have your back to the TV? Because I'm watching the voice, is what was explained to me. No way. And they would turn their back. So they could hear it as well and be and be excited. There's only a few times I've watched where they hit the button, and it turns around, and it's like, Wow. You're a grown man who sounds like a soprano female or, yeah. you know, you're a 13 year old who's singing at the level of a, you know, a matured adult or, wow, you've got piercings. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> and you had, you're singing opera. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a fun element because that way you're not you don't have the bias of being able to see the person. It is. But to me, from the performance standpoint, and you can hear it in some of their voices, which would be me, you're you're anticipating the turn like that's all you want to hear is that that whatever that sound is. And the longer it goes, like the more nervous you get, because if you come out and you hit the first note, sing the first uh, you know line, and then you have four chairs, well you're you're relieved. You're singing your best for the next sixty seconds. I don't know how long they let they let them ninety seconds, I think. Um, but if not, you know, it's that it's that nervous. Like the clock's running down, nobody's turning around. So now you're just up here trying to live your best life, but melting at the same time. And I'd break into tears. I mean. I, I appreciate the people who make it through and then don't, and then they all turn around. And they usually have very kind things, you know, to say. There's only one Simon Cowell in the world, and so everyone 
chose a different path when they did other shows. But that would be tough to, like, have backs that never, you know, never, never turn. Even at least an idol, you get told no after you gave your best effort. Not You didn't get told no during it. Yeah. You think it's a constant no while they you're sitting there trying trying to sing. And so I don't know. But the voice has been good to Mississippi. So It has. Yeah. Um if you if you missed my conversation with uh Todd and his wife Brooke, you can catch it on YouTube or podcast wherever you get uh good things. They're they're a hoot. And he's very transparent that yes, he won the voice, which we feel like is a catapult into stardom. And, yeah, you have your 15 minutes of fame, I'm sure, or longer. It opens doors, obviously. But he still had, I mean, he's had to put his boots to the ground, be in the trenches, move to Nashville. And then once that sort of wavers, you have to carry your, you know, you have to carry yourself, which mm-hmm. he spoke so kindly of. And I love that about Mississippi. Um, he, they, the Tillmans and the and Chapel Heart, the ladies, they're friends. They were friends before the shows in the, well, I think they were friends before AGT for them in in the in doing live shows around Mississippi, and they had it backwards. So see, you know, Todd was a pastor in Meridian, who because his wife signed him up for The Voice, then stepped onto the bigger stage to sort of give it a try. So he got thrusted into the second career. Chapel Heart have been pounding the pavement for years, earning their credit or trying to knock down doors, and it took. AGT to put them on, you know, a national stage. But they've got all of that work um, sort of, you know, under under them. They know how to grind it in the music industry. So you hope they've paid their dues, I think, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Not that Todd Hatton um, in any stretch of the imagination. It's just, you know, they were different approaches, different sort of um, approaches uh, with that. They kind of understand the indie business, I think, better. But, you know, Todd made a good point. He said he has um, given up opportunities uh, for uh, singing because he doesn't fit snugly in, in one sort of ster- uh, um, scenario to, to keep his independent voice. And you wonder how many more artists are lending towards money's not everything and, you know, kind to going the, the road of going indie versus tying yourself to a label who then controls Everything, and that was the big debate with with Chapel Heart winning America's Got Talent. There was many of you who were happy to see they didn't win um, because you didn't know what that meant for them in terms of the next several years in terms of a contract. Kelly Clarkson's been very open, although American Idol gave her her you know it's you you can you can you know talk out of both sides of your mouth with it, but her contract was long, and when she finally got out of her American Idol contract, she got to be herself. And so you just never, you know, devil's in the details. Yes, and it is. so you sign up for those shows not thinking you're actually going to win them. And then you have to sort of think that through. I don't think that's anything ever I'm going to have to worry about. Have you heard me sing a tune here? <laughs> Fortunately not. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a good thing that you hadn't. But stick with us. I got more for you coming up next.
Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. We believe you can't put a price on love. That's why we built a better way to buy a diamond. Juniker Jewelry. Mississippi's direct diamond importer. With ten times the selection of diamonds, diamond engagement rings, and wedding bands, you'll find in average jewelry stores. Beautiful, affordable engagement rings she'll love. Complete with your center diamond starting at less than $1,000. Case after case of gorgeous rings. All priced $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 and up. And with Juniker's flexible financing, you can give her a one-carat diamond for as little as $84 a month with approved credit. We have an engagement for every couple. I'm Rachel. And I'm John Ravenstein. It doesn't matter who you are, what your budget is, or where you are in life. If you're in love, we have a diamond engagement ring for you. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer, 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Green, the new degree of comfort. This is the closing agri market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 38 to 96.54. March cotton was down 39 to 93.67. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down four and a quarter to 1457 per bushel. January soybeans were down three and three quarters to 1463 in the quarter per bushel. December corn was up two and three quarters to 6.88 in the quarter per bushel. March corn was up three cents. 6.93 in the quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down 140 to 149.35. February live cattle was down 112 to 153.77. November feeders down 227 to 178.05. January feeders down 202 to 179.95. That's how the Dow Jones is down 63 points, 30,119. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can also join Middays with Dar Gibbert live in New Albany tomorrow. They're kicking off the 2022 Tallahatchie River Fest on Friday. The Tallahatchie River Fest is presented by BNA Bank, Baptist Memorial Hospital, Roberts Trucking, Family Clinic of New Albany, Renaissance Bank, and Wright Glass and Aluminum. Did I say that correctly? Yes, I think so. Aluminium, as the British call it. Yeah. That that word. It's going to be a good time. If you want more information, go to new visit newalbanymainstreet.com. Will, you want me to tell you something to make you mad? Sure. Why not? Let's end good things on a bad note. No, I have a friend in um, who lives now in Colorado. She was born and raised here in Mississippi. And she said, Burr, it's cold outside. I said, what do you mean it's cold outside? She screenshotted and sent it to me. It's 56 where she is today with low humidity and out and doing a little yard work. And I thought, huh. So how about them triple-digit heat indexes here? I'm looking here? right now, 95 <laughs> degrees. Feels like 102, though. Feels like 102, right, on the first day of fall, which feels a little bit disrespectful. I think my favorite meme is the one of uh, Mari Povich. I always say it wrong. And it was like, you claim that it's fall, but the whatever <laughs> determines that that would be a lie. She did mention, though, you know, Catch back with me in January or February because it'll be like you know, freezing. Um, but it, super d- it cold doesn't there. feel as cold out there. I've, I've never been. been to, have you? I've never been to Colorado. I remember walking. I was there in like January, and I remember walking around, and there was snow on the ground, and you needed a, a coat, but it wasn't like when snow on the ground is here. It's just the, it's the weirdest thing. It's a dry cold, as they say. It's mind-boggling to me, the people who live in the bush in, like, Alaska or whatever. I get wanting to live off the grid. I think that could that could have its, like, positive things. But you pick a place that, like, 75% of the year is really miserable to not have the amenities of lights and indoor plumbing and all the things. You would think you would find, like, if I wanted to go off grid, it would be, like, the Bahamas or <laughs> I don't know somewhere that had a little bit skewed in its in its seasons I mean I guess they have hurricanes you can't really run from those but you can't really run from the winter in Alaska either Would you rather be in cold or or hot climate that is completely dependent on the miserable weather we're experiencing at the moment in Mississippi I am definitely one that will and I will talk out of both sides of my mouth. Like right now, I I would give anything to be right, and then you'll catch me in January or February, and I will. I can't wait to just feel the warmth of the sun. 
Uh, I think we all appreciate those few fall and few true spring days, and I think that's why we don't get many of them because then we wouldn't appreciate them. But for me, it's more like in the wintertime, it just drags your whole soul down. Yeah, the heat can make you angry. I get that. But when it's real wet and dreary and cold, you just hate life. You know, there's a whole disorder around yeah <laughs> around the winter months i always enjoy that first cold day where so you know everybody's like oh go home make chili or soup tonight you know it's perfect soup night and they're all excited about it and then like 20 days later it's like i gotta wear 14 layers of clothes outdoors because it's freezing and then when it does snow or ice over of course we don't know how to deal with it no whatsoever but that's okay. We just weren't born and bred and raised that way. But we can figure it out. We're getting better at it every year. Are we? We're anticipating it, I guess. Maybe. No? Nah. Nah. Well, there's different parts, though. I mean, if you're listening on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, you less likely. Those of you in New Albany or up north, you see a little bit more ice. And, and we kind of have – our state is not – it's very you know, odd because, like, places – like, Oxford seems like it's always cold for some reason. I don't know why. It's always, like, a couple of Well, colder. I have some theories. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, we have the Cold-hearted. beach. Cold-hearted. No, I'm kidding. We have the beach, and we have, you know – I don't know. It's strange. Taking the Delta. Weather. We had chili last night. Weather, weather be darned. <laughs> like, dang it. I, I and I saw a friend who's going to the Ole Miss game. I think they're playing at home this weekend, yeah. I assume. And she said, look at me going to shop for the game this upcoming weekend. I bought all sweaters. That was dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want so badly to That's be the other in the thing fall. Is, that, is that a lot of these, if you go into a department store right now, they're starting to change out for winter stuff obviously sweaters long sleeve stuff and it's 97 degrees outside the idea of buying that just makes me you know hot so hot and then you have our weird kids like who continue to wear their hoodies and things to school and then as soon as it turns into actually appropriate cold weather it's like we can't get rid of the shorts i don't know it's all bum puzzled all right, thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget the conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We got a little uh, fun spat happening over there. Join us, but stick with us. You got more coming up next with the boys from Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. We'll meet, we will meet you back here tomorrow at two. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.